In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to Raw and Order, the Fantasy Booking Unit. Uh, your host, Officer Mark Sparks, has issues. Though he's not here. Ha! That means I'm here. Uh, I am Detective, or not Detective, holy cow, uh, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. And I am joined by my partner in crime fighting, because he deserves to be a partner, because he's here, mm-hmm. Smarks. Uh... RCMP JLB, what's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, and I, I think now the fans know why Officer Smart should be here. Um, that's that's fine. Just... I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, no, man, I'm good. You know, can't complain. Uh, you know, uh, we're doing the fantasy booking a little late this week uh, due to, you know, us waiting on Smarks, but clearly we shouldn't. Uh, do wait on him anymore but we are here and we're still gonna do it and it's gonna be a good time and elimination chamber is this sunday so you know what i uh can't complain things are uh, pretty good yeah I, I pretty much feel about life right now about how i felt about the nxt pay-per-view on sunday it was phenomenal yeah there might be crimes about that coming up soon i don't know in seven months when we can record a wrestling booking <laughs> unit again. Um, the premise of this this show on FBI is we do some fantasy booking. We don't talk about them beforehand. The reason we don't talk about them beforehand because we think it makes it funner. That's right, I use the word funner, which isn't really a word, but that's okay. Uh, um, we do think it makes it a little bit more interesting, so we're going to take turns challenging one another to our own personal fantasy bookings. Because we are short a player, we're going to both fantasy book our our own after the other person fantasy books it and then of course we'll do some fun stuff uh along with that but before we get to that i do want to remind you that uh raw and order is part of the tatnus co podcast network be sure to visit tatnusco.com uh visit take a look at all the different podcasts on there including tatnus uncensored um Oh, in the dice box slam, basement bullshit, all those fun things that are great. And then come on back and listen to us for a WVU. Um, are you ready, sir? Let's do it, bud. You're first. Okay. I'm going to start first because I have my own personal thing that I uh, want to get after a little bit. Um, in the, in the, uh, oh, the little game we play, or, or I'm sorry, AEW, yeah, that thing later. Um, just remind me about one Alistair Black because I want to make sure that I I cover that one. Um, Anyway, uh, in this particular podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about Elimination Chamber, even though I'm not at all hyped for this. I I simply could give two shits less about Elimination Chamber coming up. Um, I'm kind of excited for the Drew match in the the Chamber, Um, but there's one fantasy booking I really, really want to do. So, uh, as you know, Roman is defending against the winner of the Elimination Chamber immediately after the Elimination Chamber uh, match. Is it immediately after? That's legit? Well, in the same show, if I remember right. Yes, I don't think it's immediately after. I'm okay. just saying semantics. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure that's how they'll try and heal Schmaz him out. So, um, anyway, what I want to fantasy book is Roman's loss. Go. 
By oh. the way, you probably need you need the contestants for the match. Um. Yes. So. Okay. I will... So you got Jay Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. And then it looks like, at least Wikipedia thinks it's going to be right after. But Wikipedia also has Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler after that, and the WWE Championship first. So I'm guessing that's not how that card's going to go. No, definitely not. Um, so they don't have a women's elimination chamber at all. No, that is actually very interesting. Uh, this is why I feel like this pay-per-view was half-assed booked. Um, I believe they had one last year. No. Yeah, yeah, it was when uh, Sasha turned on Bailey in the chamber match. Oh, that would have been two years ago. Mm-hmm. I know there was one last year. Last I, year was Baszler dominating, essentially. That's right, that's right, yep, you are correct. Yeah, yeah, as, as usual. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> um, hmm. So, I don't know, I'm feeling, especially if you watched SmackDown, um... Especially if you watch SmackDown this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, excuse me, this Friday today, um, you would have seen there be a confrontation between Brian and Edge, right? So that got me thinking into an interesting matchup for Mania, though. Uh, they, I don't think it's going to happen, but if I were Vince McMahon for a WrestleMania buildup, I would get Brian to win the elimination chamber and go on to beat Roman for the title um it would be a submission versus submission sort of ordeal we have the yes lock against roman's i don't know what he calls it his little jump up guillotine finisher sort of thingamajigger um and yeah and that and Brian winning would actually be more interesting to see as opposed to uh, Edge versus Roman for Mania, which I honestly think is going to happen. They're building that up way too much compared to what's happening on Raw and what's happening. Well, NXT, they just did that as a, uh, well, you know, we'll put you guys in here just to make it seem more important, but they're not going to do anything with NXT. Um, but I really thought that that would make me the most interested to see Edge do anything at Mania because I am not all hyped with this spear versus spear bull bonanza um, and would actually like to see Daniel Bryan versus Edge. It would also be unpredictable because who's going to get the last hurrah? You know, you have the whole both men were taken out by an injury. You kind of have that thing going they're, yes, they're both face. I would maybe see Edge turn heel for that buildup. And uh, Daniel Bryan does some serious heel work. Yeah, he was cleaned up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he just that's cleaned true. up. I feel like you know the poor guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would really like. I'd really be down to see that Edge versus Bryan. Um, maybe in a career versus career slash title match and that this thus this is edge's last hurrah and edge would end up actually losing but i think it would still be a phenomenal matchup because edge can go it's just the only time we've seen edge was with orton and their their last hurrah that they had was decent uh but before that it was uh, pretty garbage so uh i think having someone like daniel bryan face edge 
Brian will bring the best out of Edge out, and uh, that, I would think, would be a good time. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, I wouldn't say Edge and Orton at WrestleMania last year was, was great. It, the last two were out was better. Um, the greatest match ever, though, was was not good. Greatest wrestling uh, all-time or whatever it was. There was Falls Count on anywhere, then it, maybe at SummerSlam, was it? That there was greatest wrestling match ever. Was that the one that was highly edited? Yeah, that's where they had the camera view underneath Edge. Like a camera just magically showed up under Edge. But wasn't that a decent enough match? I think the oh, whole that, was, that, that one was good. The the crap one was at WrestleMania. The the forty five minute false count anywhere. Right. It was just way too long. And and unfortunately, because it was a two night show, it was it wasn't the low point of the show. I'm, I'm not saying WrestleMania last year's low point was that. It was just so long and tedious when you had other exceptional stuff. You had Drew's victory over Brock, uh, which was relatively fast. Um, you had all that stuff happen. I just, I get underwhelmed a little bit when I think about that match with Edge. Now, I also think about the most recent match with Edge and Orton, and I'm jacked about that. Like, that was fun. But mm-hmm. that should be over because we haven't really finished the Fiend storyline. So I feel like that's going to happen at some point. But So you think Daniel Bryan, back to the actual challenge. I'm thinking Daniel Bryan. I'm thinking that's the only one that kind of makes sense there. Um, at least for me in terms of being interested in what Edge is going to do. I mean, Cesaro, I don't know. Corbin, no. I mean, I would maybe just like to see Owens or Zayn there um, just because they're from Montreal and they're my boys. And I think Owens should always be in a main event picture. Um, but I think well, Ryan... Had it six times already. Owens and Roman. Oh, well, but I mean, Edge... I'm more referring to Edge versus Owens. Oh, okay. Yeah, as Owens would be beating Roman. And yeah, so I'm thinking the Brian one makes the most sense. Although Edge and Rome, uh, Edge and Owens had their little thing backstage too, but you know both Canadian, I guess. Hey, cool, whatever. But I, I think Brian has the most interesting story, at least with Edge. Do you have an Do you have an order of elimination in the in the way before? Like, does Daniel Bryan start in the match, or does, is he like the fourth one out, which helps him a lot, or the third one out? Oh, fair. Um, I think Brian. Uh, I think Brian starts it with I think Brian starts it with Corbin just because uh oh no Sami Zayn Sami Zayn would make sense because he'd have the excuse oh, that's that, like, and um they would go at it then we'd have uh Uso would actually be the last one in um I was thinking originally Uso Uso versus Roman that kind of builds up that but then you know Uso beating Roman just feels like it would be uh, Uso versus Roman at Mania and Uso doesn't go for the title sort of ordeal because I feel yeah. like you do have to do that storyline just because it's blood and then hopefully The Rock comes because hey you know there's Samoans all over the place so let's bring The Rock in um, <laughs> yeah but no I, I would think so essentially and Brian being the first one in to outlast that elimination chamber fiasco is certainly the way to go Corbin is out first. Uh, Zayn is out second. Cesaro is out third. 
Owens is out fourth, and Daniel Bryan beats Jay Uso, uh, one of the Usos, to yeah. basically say, hey, I just beat your cousin, now I'm going to beat you sort of ordeal you know just to add i guess a little intensity to the match between those two but yeah i I think if you're gonna do if you're gonna have roman lose you're gonna you're gonna have roman lose to daniel bryan for if again that's if edge is picking the smackdown but yeah if for that to happen edge bryan probably makes the most sense even more so than edge roman uh in my opinion so um and honestly, this gets rid of someone right off the bat. Because look, as much as I love Edge, uh, and yeah, he could still kind of go like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of like a Randy Orton at this point where your time is passe. It's just Randy Orton does it so much better where he just fits in, I feel. Well, you know? Edge had 10 years out of the ring. You know, he, he is, uh, what, 46? Mm, okay, right. Yeah. That's kind of he's knocking on one last title reign and I think that's what they're planning on there. So but uh, yeah, at some point they're going to have to make the uh the Royal Rumble matter again since they haven't had Royal Rumble winners with the exception of of Drew. Um they they haven't really given them a lot of love the last few years. So um so I guess if I was booking this, my, my first thoughts are I am stuck with the past, the existing past. I can't, I'm not going to roll back and get rid of the Jey Uso feud, get rid of the Kevin Owens feud, which sucks because I would, I would, Jey Uso put on a better show than I expected in that feud. Um, Kevin Owens, I mean, the guy's a performer and a half. He, he really, he could carry the title for an extended amount of time. I don't like him as much face. I prefer him heel. Um, but I guess he is kind of a tweener and that kind of works. So that leaves us with the other four. And, and what you did do was take the one I was going to plan on, which was Daniel Bryan. Um, but because I, in the interest of being different, that leaves us with King Corbin and Sami Zayn and Cesaro, uh, all of which have never held a WWE uh, premium championship, all of which have held mid-card championships. Mm. Um I, I really, really like the idea of um, Cesaro sneaking in a win here. Um, I feel like I feel like there's another pay-per-view before WrestleMania to take it back off him and put it on Roman again if they really, really want the, uh, the WrestleMania uh, Spear versus Spear thing. Um, I, like you, am not excited about Spear versus Spear. Um, but I'm also not excited about continuing the Orton versus Edge, and I feel like those are the only two storylines that WWE wants to tell. Um, so I'm actually okay with putting it on Cesaro or King Corbin. Those are the two I would choose. I like Sami Zayn. I just think Sami Zayn versus uh, Edge would be... The thing is, know. yeah, Sami Zayn is in a tough spot because he's a phenomenal wrestler, but the issue is he's so good at being the one chasing the title that he yeah. should never get the title. So he's kind well, of... And I feel it, like they've pigeonholed him into into uh, chicken shit heel, you know? Right. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, you can't have chicken shit heel win the title. You can have dirty heel win the title, but chicken shit heel who, who intentionally gets himself disqualified to hold on to the title, like, or runs out, or... Uh, I, I don't know. That doesn't carry very well. Um, so I know King Corbin can carry the title. 
I am 100% confident of that. I'd, I'd prefer it not be with the King Mantra. Um, I'd prefer they let that die. Um, and go back to Constable or just Baron. That's fine. Um, but uh, I am 100% on board with Cesaro getting a one-month title carry. So I would actually have... Uh, um, ah, jeez. I would probably have it come down to Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, and it'd be a banger to finish it out. Um, I think yeah. the, the weakness on Daniel Bryan is that he starts out the match, uh, starts it out with uh, probably Zayn. I like that that start. I think you get a really good match out of that. Um, I don't think Sammy's out before the next contestant comes in. I think you can have Kevin Owens come in at that point, which beats on Sammy a little bit more, even if Sammy had the upper hand on Daniel Bryan, um, which I think is a really good move because Again, Kevin Owens and Sammy have their, their feuds from the past, as does Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. So, you know, if Kevin Owens beat, beat Sammy, bring in Jey Uso, you know, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Kevin Owens and, and Daniel Bryan get rid of Jey Uso pretty pretty short order. Same with Corbin. And then Cesaro comes in last against a weakened Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. Cesaro picks it up. Um, and then and, and that could be Daniel Bryan could get that that win, that pin, and then Cesaro get the pin on Daniel Bryan by immediately locking him in the neuralizer or something like that. Um, God, he's just got a crap finisher. That's the only part I hate about it. But he is pound for pound the strongest guy in, in or not pound for pound. He is widely considered one of the strongest men in, in professional wrestling. And if he could catch a spear and put it right into a neuralizer, that'd be pretty cool. And that setup mm. does work. So that's kind of cool, I guess, to think about that. And then Cesaro to get the surprise win over Roman, uh, probably just by catching a spear into a, into a neuralizer. Um, and then immediately, you know, I, I don't know that, that that Cesaro's character has been built correctly right now for him to be the champion for an extended amount of time, but I could entirely see some type of manager role coming along. His mic work is, is good. Um, I can see Sami Zayn wanting to buddy up with him again, you know, Butting with, up. An op- with Cesaro in an, in an effort uh. to steal the title later on. I don't know. I think I'm done with Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and that whole... Well, Shinsuke's doing his own thing now, too. I don't know. I think I'm kind of... I'm done with that. They kind of... Like, they tried to do it, and it kind of was like... Well, Sami got injured or whatever have you. Yeah. Um, so, I guess. But it was kind of going nowhere, and it kind of made Cesaro and Shinsuke less... More standalone. Yeah, they were they work better standalone to be honest with you. So, yeah. I agree with that. Just, yeah, but um, I, I love Cesaro. I just don't see them doing it. I feel like they never give Cesaro anything, and that's just always how it's going to be. It's no, unfortunate. No, I, I I feel like the only reason I chose Cesaro over Daniel Bryan is because you chose Daniel Bryan. <laughs> like, ah, oh, okay. I I think Daniel Bryan's I think Daniel Bryan's the safe move. Uh, I would be pissed if they gave me Jey Uso or Kevin Owens again. Not The only reason to give me one of those two is to give me Kevin Owens with a win. Right. The only reason to give me one of those two is Kevin Owens with a win. Because Jay's going to be tired or beat up from the match. That's the only reason to give me one of those two. Um, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, I like Corbin, I like Cesaro, and I like Daniel Bryan for this. Um, I, the only reason I like Corbin is because then you have faction warfare, which is really cool. Um, but I, I feel like this being the build to WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan's the no-brainer. Right. I, I just feel like he can carry it. He can carry the title for a short while. You can take it off of him. You can put it back on him. Um, it's gonna sell tickets. It's gonna put asses in seats. Um, you know, and and it can make that pay-per-view in between matter. Because um, right now, are, are either of us looking at Fastlane going, ooh, what happens after Elimination Chamber? There's nothing in the Elimination Chamber that makes me go, that's going to be a really great match. Oh, what about that? Like, we're going to get... It's all right. No, just because of the clock. <laughs> I don't know if you were hearing it, but it's super annoying. Cuckoo clock. Yeah. Cuckoo clock. That's cool as long get up you know there's just there's just not a lot that i see coming for Fastlane that gets me excited the potential for a seth different heel turn or a seth face turn helps that mm. but I, I i really am looking past elimination chamber to wrestlemania already and that that scares me a little bit for main roster um hopefully they can tell a story as good as they did last sunday because last sunday on nxt boy did they tell some stories and boarded i mean i for sure was ready to watch NXT on Wednesday. I know that you have to wait a day, is that right? In Canada? Yeah, exactly. So, and and because you you have to wait a day, you can watch AEW live and then uh, watch NXT the next night. What did you think when you watched uh, yesterday? Good show? NXT? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I only saw... Because the problem is, it kind of comes at a difficult time. Folks are taking over the TV, and yes, sir, I could probably stream it or something. But, uh, you know, don't end up doing that, and everyone ends up spoiling it afterwards. So, um, I did not watch. I did get a little recap from my friend. Uh, Thankfully, O'Reilly is fine, but I guess you can kind of run that down quickly. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly went into a seizure. Not um, a seizure, though. What? He, uh, no, not a seizure. He commented on it. It was um, it was all part of a storyline, though. He basically said they did that to make sure he wasn't injured. It had nothing to do with a seizure. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that part. So, no, no we're good. Anyway, so yeah, that and again, the the takeover so much overshadowed everything else that I, I hope that it doesn't overtake. The, Takeover doesn't overshadow Elimination Chamber. I feel like it will. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it for sure will. Uh, <laughs> well, not according to Dave Meltzer. Oh my God, what a bunch of shit. Oh. Well, let's talk about that. Stars aren't bad, though. You know what I mean? For Just for people who don't get it, uh, Dave Meltzer basically rated the majority of the matches either 4.5 or 4.25 when some of those... Clearly, star matches. Yeah, that, that's what pisses. Some of those were obvious five star matches. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would say in the last year there are two pay per views that would give five star pay per views. Uh, one was AEW Revolution, and one was uh, NXT um, Vengeance Day. That's yeah. I mean, they were both five star pay per views. The whole thing was great. So. Um, at four and a half is WrestleMania last year, so I'm not I'm not saying anything bad. WrestleMania last year condensed back into one night with with uh, eliminating some of the extra crap would have been great. Mm. So anyway, all right, I guess it's your turn to challenge me. So go for it, man. 
so unless unless you didn't read the dirt sheets this might already be sort of uh redundant or already might have happened um but again that's if you read the dirt sheets and if the dirt sheets are correct so selena vega is officially a free agent now her 90 days are up she can uh, twitch all she wants she can do whatever she wants and she's good so uh what i was gonna technically get you to fantasy book was now that she's a free agent book me her first storyline in any federation that you please Ooh, i'm not forced to do the AEW federation you're not i just probably will only understand the aew situation <laughs> i can't blame you for that um i would oh you know the 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 fact of the matter is she does have a history of proud and powerful and i know that's what the dirt sheets are saying um i don't think that that hurts them in the least to do that um i i feel like perhaps there's a tour coming up that fozzy um is going to have and i think that affects the ability to have Jericho. So I think that's where they're headed with uh, the inner circle breaking up. Um, I think MJF can carry heel pretty well for that company right now. Um, I know Taz can, because holy crap, that was incredible. Because <laughs> um, they just beat the crap out of Sting. They just, powerbomb Sting, here you go, done. Yeah, I mean, at least we uh, got to see that you Sting could take it. Yeah, he's alive. There's no, there's no stories about him uh, being paralyzed or anything. So you can think of Powerbomb from Brian Cage. Yet, no. Okay, that was bad. I'm sorry. No, they would, they would have told us. The dirt sheets definitely would have been all over that. So, um, yeah, Sting, Sting can have a match, which is both well, terrifying yeah. and awesome. Yeah. yeah, he can take a bump, <laughs> a, a relatively safe bump delivered by Brian Cage. So, um. I think I would take her there. I, I would like to see her with Proud and Powerful. Um, I really... Uh, here the, the biggest issue I had with Zelina Vega in WWE is they misused her. Yes, she is definitively exceptional management. And I mean exceptional. Um, but without her managing somebody... Um, she's also exceptional wrestling material. Her match with Asuka, with really not having a whole lot of scream time, uh, was great. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I think there's a caliber of female wrestler in in AEW that that she works well with. Um, her her Conrada is one of the best in the industry, um, and and it's she's very good in the ring. She's exceptional as a manager. And so frequently, when we have a, a woman be a manager, we don't let them wrestle, and or vice versa. When we have them wrestle, they don't get to be a manager. And I think you can do both. I think you can have Proud and Powerful come out with her for her matches. I think kind of like, uh, remember when Morrison and... Um, Melina? Oh, and or Morrison, Melina, and... and uh, Oh yeah, the other guy. Anyway, um, they they have they had MNN. Right. Yeah, I forgot his name. Still thinking about it. Oh yeah, I can't remember either. That's all right. Um, this is when we need Smarks. These are the moments that you know Smarks goes. I'll get out the Google machine. So I I'll mean, get out the Google. both do it, but yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but either way, yeah, and they would, and she would have her own matches, and they would come out and help her out, and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, just honestly, though, I know she's really good at doing that, but give her something different. Joey Mercury, that's who it was. Oh, there we go. What is I, he I just think, I think she's so good at managing, though. I also think she's title. I think she can hold the title. Like, I, I think she can hold the women's title in AEW. I think she lends a ton of credibility to that division because she can talk with Britt Baker, and those two could have some sass awards, man. Like, she is good on the mic. So I think I think there's just so much to gain for AEW by her coming there. I think it it uh, and it doesn't have to be proud and powerful. It can be a different tag team. Um, but I think I think I think faction a faction of some type taking over the women's division could really help the women's division too. A women's inner circle. What? You right know, or something like that. Um, I love the idea, and this has never happened. I love the idea of a faction run by a champion like Triple H does, with it being a woman who has men and women, but she's she's the boss. She's the head honcho of it. I love that idea of her coming out and basically directing the destruction of the men's division and being the queen at the top of the women's division. Um a la well, Triple H. I mean, they were trying to kind of do that with Mandy, right? Um, but I do think it would work so much better. Not Mandy, did I say Mandy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Mandy. Mandy. Was, was Mandy. it Mandy? Rose? Not Mandy Rose. Damn it. Cody's wife. Oh, Brandy. Brandy. Jesus Brandy Christ. Brandy Rhodes. Um, I think you can, but, but Zelina Vega's far better talent to be doing that. She has better mic oh. skills. Well, and, and with Brandy Rhodes, the the issue light the issue that was there was no matter what you knew she was second fiddle in their family you knew that cody was management of the company and brandy was his wife yeah so no there is a certain amount of you have to yes i can get into a television show yes i know that tom cruise doesn't really die from airplanes onto skyscrapers i i get it yeah i know I know. Uh, it's hard to believe. Um, but at the end of the day, it helps to have a roughshod faction not be in ownership, even if it's small percentage ownership. Ownership. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that hurts. Um, and I think Zelina can just tell a story where she's building an army and i think it works great with impact with the impact agreement because then she can have this person here and this person here and she can be the women's champion and no it's not okay for you to challenge for my title but that's okay we're going to introduce a mid-card women's title um or you can go get the one on the other brand or whatever it may be mm-hmm. um you know, just this this kind of manipulative nature. Um, that's where I would go with her, um, which does allow her to be on two brands at the same time. I just think I have thought so highly of her since she was in in NXT. Um, she she was really the foundations of Andrade on the mic, at least. Um, Andrade's in ring work seems to kind of gotten not nearly as good in in. Uh, main roster, and of course now he's off TV without her there. So, <laughs> yep. 
Uh, she was really the uh, the piece that had that uh, that held Andrade and Garza because without her, get nothing, no TV time. Well, the 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 thing to Garza is, you know, without a female manager, you're just Rico Suave. You're just a uh, uh, hey, what's going on? Hey, you know, pick up chicks, dude. That's all you are. You're so. the fonts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very odd. So, um, all right, so you have to book your own now, though. Oh Jesus! That's the hard part. Um, I don't know. I'd like her. I'd like to see her maybe take the title away from. Uh, oh, why do I always get the Jap- Japanese names mixed up? Uh, from the AEW champion. Yeah, it's not EO. It's uh. That's it. I was thinking EO, but I'm like, no, it's not EO. No. Oh, hey, so we'll do the same one. <laughs> no, because I immediately think of EO. Shida? No. Akira Shida? No. Yeah, Hakua Shida. Okay. Yes, Shida. Perfect. So I'm not. Hikaru. I know, it still sounded wrong. I'm like, huh? Uh, and that, because I think she, from what I could remember from her from NXT, is she, this girl could wrestle. Um, oh, yeah. And. She unfortunately wasn't given the opportunity on the main roster, and that completely just messed me up because I had. Yeah. It's because Vince, oh, you're a girl and you're a manager? Well, that's all you do then. What? Why can't she wrestle too? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 and you did. Um. No, yeah, I, I, I think you give her that big push, and it's kind of a slap to the face to WWE as well. And I know we're not playing that game, but we are. Uh, hey, look, we'll take the wrestlers you misused and actually do something with them, because hey, they can be uh, the main part of your division. They showed that with John Moxley, and I think doing that, Zelina would be good. I think her and Britt Baker afterwards, Britt Baker getting a shot at the title would be nice her against swole like that is Zelina Vega is someone you can really really um bank your money on because she's she's perfect on the mic she has no flaws there and she is would be one of the better wrestlers on the AEW roster as well so um and then you know I guess I don't want to see her in that LAX like I don't know, maybe she comes and breaks up the inner circle and teases everybody with that, but then she ultimately disbands them afterwards. (laughs) Thus leaving LAX kind of on their own, and she makes this whole, like, I'm sick and tired of managing people, always carrying people on my back. Well, you know what? Now it's my turn to do me. It is my turn to whatever she picks as her name sort of ordeal you wanted fear because that's what they said they kind of had mentioned the word fear randomly on uh nx uh, on aew and a lot of people were saying that is a clue to zelina which i have no idea how there's any relation there um but accordingly according to the dirt sheets there's a um a relation to the because her name is thea but I don't know how fear works with that. I'm like, oh, is Zelina Vega's name fear or something? But no, wasn't that. Um, but I would absolutely like her to see the top, be the top of the women's division because she's never was never given that opportunity in any 
uh, in any brand she's been in. And I think she can certainly carry it out, especially AEW, where they're kind of starting the women's division, if you will. You know, if Riho can be the women's champion, Zelina Vega can be the women's champion. Yeah, absolutely. All 92 pounds of Riho can be the women's champion, Zelina Vega. For sure. Absolutely. And I think that would be perfect opportunity for her to show what she has and Britt Baker to get in that main title picture because we have to we have to see Britt Baker versus Zelina uh, just because they both can talk a lot of crap and I think they both would be really good in the ring heck maybe even ah no I don't want to see her as Britt Baker's like next to kin sort of ordeal where she's always with her because I'm done with her managing I want her to lead. It is her time to lead, and this is where she will shine at the best. So, uh, inner circle idea was nice, uh, but I don't necessarily want her to be a manager again, because then she's controlling all of these people. She's still technically that managerial role. I I, know, I, I like the idea of her managing men. I, I really, and, and as you said it, I didn't even think of this. I really like the idea of her replacing Chris Jericho and running the entire inner circle. Oh, you're saying she replaces Chris Jericho? Yeah, I, that just that just popped in my head. I really like that idea. Like, has a match with Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho takes a loss to her because the rest of the inner circle turns on him, or she just flat out beats Chris Jericho, eh. who's fifty. You know, so he's fifty. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, Jericho could go for that, I guess, but I don't know. I don't know if, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see. That's interesting. No, I don't see that happening. I just think it'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be really cool to have. That's that's a a uh, oh uh, Tessa Blanchard level move. Tessa Blanchard with the title level move. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just think that would be really cool um, because whether we like it or not, yes, I don't think Thea, whatever her last name is in real life, um, Black, I guess, <laughs> married to Alistair Black, so yeah, that works. Anyway, Thea could actually beat Chris Jericho in a real fight, but wrestling's not real, and that's okay to... Because I can, I can believe that a 28-year-old woman can beat a 50-year-old man. That I can believe. Welcome to Raw and Order, the fantasy booking unit. Uh, your host, Officer Mark Smarks, has issues. Though he's not here. Ha! That means I'm here. Uh, I am Detective, or not Detective, holy cow, uh, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe, and I am joined by my partner in crime fighting, because he deserves to be a partner, because he's here, mm-hmm. Smarks, uh, RCMP, JLB, what's going on, man? How are you? Yeah, and I, I think now the fans know why Officer Smart should be here. Um, That's just... fine. I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, no, man, I'm good. You know, can't complain. Uh, 
you know, uh, we're doing the fantasy booking a little late this week uh, due to, you know, us waiting on Smarks, but clearly we shouldn't uh, do wait on him anymore. But we are here and we're still going to do it and it's going to be a good time. And Elimination Chamber is this Sunday. So, you know what? I uh, can't complain. Things are uh, pretty good. Yeah, I, I pretty much feel about life right now, about how I felt about the NXT pay-per-view on Sunday. It was phenomenal. Yeah. There might be crimes about that coming up soon. I don't know. In seven months when we can record a wrestling booking <laughs> unit again. Um, the premise of this this show on FBI is we do some fantasy booking. We don't talk about them beforehand. The reason we don't talk about them beforehand because we think it makes it funner. That's right. I use the word funner, which isn't really a word, but that's okay. Uh, um, we do think it makes it a little bit more interesting. So we're going to take turns challenging one another to our own personal fantasy bookings. Because we are short a player, we're going to both fantasy book our our own after the other person fantasy books it and then of course we'll do some fun stuff uh along with that but before we get to that i do want to remind you that uh raw and order is part of the tatnus co podcast network be sure to visit tatnusco.com uh visit take a look at all the different podcasts on there including tatnus uncensored um Oh, in the dice box slam, basement bullshit, all those fun things that are great. And then come on back and listen to us for a WVU. Um, are you ready, sir? Let's do it, bud. You're first. Okay. I'm going to start first because I have my own personal thing that I uh, want to get after a little bit. Um, in the, in the, uh, oh, the little game we play, a raw, or I'm sorry, AEW, yeah, that thing later. Um, just remind me about one Alistair Black because I, I want to make sure that I, I cover that one. Um, anyway, uh, in this particular podcast, we're going to talk uh, a little bit about Elimination Chamber, even though I'm not at all hyped for this. I, I simply could give two shits less about Elimination Chamber coming up. Um, I'm kind of excited for the Drew match in the, in the Chamber, um, but there's one fantasy booking I really, really want to do. So, uh, as you know, Roman is defending against the winner of the Elimination Chamber immediately after the Elimination Chamber uh, match. Did you laughter? That's legit. Well, in the same show, if I remember right. Yes, I don't think it's immediately after. I'm okay. just saying semantics. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's how they'll try and heal Schmaz him out. So, um, anyway, what I want a fantasy book is Roman's loss. Go. By oh. the way, you probably need. Do you need the contestants for the match? Um. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, well, so you got Jay yeah. Uso, Kevin Owens, King Corbin, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. And then it looks like, at least Wikipedia thinks it's going to be right after. But Wikipedia also has Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler after that, and the uh, WWE Championship first. So I'm guessing that's not how that card's going to go. No, definitely not. Um. So they don't have a women's elimination chamber at all. No, that is actually very interesting. Uh, this is why I feel like this pay-per-view was half-assed booked. Um, I believe they had one last year, no? Yeah. Yeah, it was when uh, Sasha turned on Bailey in the chamber match. Oh, that would have been two years ago. Mm. I know there was one last year. Last I, year was Baszler dominating, essentially. That's right. That's right. Yep, you are correct. Yeah, yeah. As, as usual. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, hmm. so I don't know. I'm feeling, especially if you watched SmackDown, 
Um, especially if you watch SmackDown this Sunday, uh, this Sunday, excuse me, this Friday today, um, you would have seen there be a confrontation between Brian and Edge, right? So that got me thinking into an interesting matchup for Mania, though. Uh, they, I don't think it's going to happen, but if I were Vince McMahon for a WrestleMania buildup, I would get Brian to win the elimination chamber and go on to beat roman for the title um it would be a submission versus submission sort of ordeal we have the yes lock against roman's i don't know what he calls it his little jump up guillotine finisher sort of thingamajigger um and yeah and that and Brian winning would actually be more interesting to see as opposed to uh, Edge versus Roman for Mania, which I honestly think is going to happen. They're building that up way too much compared to what's happening on Raw and what's happening. Well, NXT, they just did that as a, uh, well, you know, we'll put you guys in here just to make it seem more important, but they're not going to do anything with NXT. Um, but I really thought that that would make me the most interested to see Edge do anything at Mania because I am not all hyped with this spear versus spear bull bonanza um, and would actually like to see Daniel Bryan versus Edge. It would also be unpredictable because who's going to get the last hurrah? You know, you have the whole both men were taken out by an injury. You kind of have that thing going. They're, yes, they're both face. I would maybe see Edge turn heel for that buildup. And uh, Daniel Bryan does some serious heel work. Yeah, he was cleaned up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he just that's cleaned true. up. I feel like, you know, the poor guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would really like, I'd really be down to see that Edge versus Bryan. Um, maybe in a career versus career slash title match and that this thus this is edge's last hurrah and edge would end up actually losing but i think it would still be a phenomenal matchup because edge can go it's just the only time we've seen edge was with orton and their their last hurrah that they had was decent uh but before that it was uh, pretty garbage so uh i think having someone like daniel bryan face edge Brian will bring the best out of Edge out, and uh, that, I would think, would be a good time. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, I wouldn't say Edge and Orton at WrestleMania last year was, was great. It, the last two I was better. Um, the greatest match ever, though, was was not good. Greatest wrestling uh, all-time or whatever it was. There was Falls Count on anywhere, then it, maybe at SummerSlam, was it? That there was greatest wrestling match ever. Was that the one that was highly edited? Yeah, that's where they had the camera view underneath Edge. Like a camera just magically showed up under Edge. But wasn't that a decent enough match? I think the oh, whole that, was, that had... one was good. The the crap one was at WrestleMania. The the forty five minute false count anywhere. Right. It was just way too long, and and unfortunately because it was a two night show, it was 
it wasn't the low point of the show. I'm, I'm not saying WrestleMania last year's low point was that. It was just so long and tedious when you had other exceptional stuff. You had Drew's victory over Brock, uh, which was relatively fast. Um, you had all that stuff happen. I just, I get underwhelmed a little bit when I think about that match with Edge. Now, I also think about the most recent match with Edge and Orton, and I'm jacked about that. Like, that was fun. But mm-hmm. that should be over because we haven't really finished the Fiend storyline. So I feel like that's going to happen at some point. But So you think Daniel Bryan, back to the actual challenge. I'm thinking Daniel Bryan. I'm thinking that's the only one that kind of makes sense there. Um... At least for me, in terms of being interested in what Edge is going to do. I mean, Cesaro, I don't know. Corbin, no. I mean, I would maybe just like to see Owens or Zayn there. Um, just because they're from Montreal and they're my boys. And I think Owens should always be in a main event picture. Um, but I think well, Ryan... Had it six times already. Owens and Roman. Oh, well, but I mean... Edge. I'm more referring to Edge versus Owens. Oh, okay. Yeah, as Owens would be beating Roman, and yeah. So I'm thinking the Brian one makes the most sense. Although Edge and Rome, uh, Edge and Owens had their little thing backstage too. But you know, both Canadian, I guess. Hey, cool, whatever. But I, I think Brian has the most interesting story, at least okay. with Edge. Do you have an? Do you have an order of elimination in the in the way before? Like, does Daniel Bryan start in the match, or do, is he like the fourth one out, which helps him a lot, or the third one out? Oh, fair. Um, I think Bryan. Uh, I think Bryan starts it with. I think Bryan starts it with Corbin, just because. Uh, oh no, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn would make sense because he'd have the excuse oh, that's that like, and um, they would go at it. Then we'd have. Uh, Uso would actually be the last one in. Um, I was thinking originally Uso, Uso versus Roman. That kind of builds up that. But then, you know, Uso beating Roman just feels like it would be uh, Uso versus Roman at Mania and Uso doesn't go for the title sort of ordeal. Because I feel like you do have to do that storyline just because it's blood. And then hopefully The Rock comes because, hey, you know, there's Samoans all over the place so let's bring the rocket um uh, <laughs> yeah but no i i would think so essentially and brian being the first one in to outlast that elimination chamber fiasco is certainly the way to go corbin is out first uh zane is out second cesaro is out third Owens is out fourth, and Daniel Bryan beats Jay Uso, uh, one of the Usos, to yeah. basically say, "Hey, I just beat your cousin. Now I'ma beat you." Sort of ordeal, you know, just to add, I guess, a little intensity to the match between those two. But yeah, I, I think if you're gonna do, if you're gonna have Roman lose, you're gonna you're gonna have Roman lose to Daniel Bryan for if. Again, that's if Edge is picking the SmackDown. But yeah, if for that to happen, Edge Bryan probably makes the most sense, even more so than Edge Roman, uh, in my opinion. So, um, and honestly, this gets rid of someone right off the bat. Because look, as much as I love Edge, uh, and yeah, he could still kind of go like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, 
you're 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 kind of like a Randy Orton at this point, where your time is passe. It's just Randy Orton does it so much better, where he just fits in. I feel. Well, you know, Edge had ten years out of the ring. You know, he, he is uh, what forty six. Mm, okay, right. Yeah, that's kind of he's knocking on one last title reign, and I think that's what they're planning on there. So. But yeah, at some point they're gonna have to make the uh, the Royal Rumble matter again since they haven't had Royal Rumble winners with the exception of of Drew. Um, they they haven't really given them a lot of love the last few years. So um, so I guess if I was booking this, my my first thoughts are I am stuck with the past, the existing past. I can't. I'm not gonna roll back and get rid of the Jey Uso feud, get rid of the Kevin Owens feud, which sucks because I would I would. Jey Uso put on a better show than I expected in that feud. Um, Kevin Owens, true. I mean, the guy's a performer and a half. He, he really, he could carry the title for an extended amount of time. I don't like him as much face. I prefer him heel. Um, but I guess he is kind of a tweener, and that kind of works. So that leaves us with the other four. And, and what you did do was take the one I was going to plan on, which was Daniel Bryan. Um, but... Because I, in the interest of being different, that leaves us with King Corbin, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro, uh, all of which have never held a WWE uh, premium championship, all of which have held mid-card championships. Mm. Um, I I really, really like the idea of um, Cesaro sneaking in a win here. Um, I feel like I feel like there's another pay-per-view before WrestleMania to take it back off him and put it on Roman again if they really, really want the uh, the WrestleMania uh, Spear versus Spear thing. Um, I, like you, am not excited about Spear versus Spear, um, but I'm also not excited about continuing the Orton versus Edge, and I feel like those are the only two storylines that WWE wants to tell. Um... So I'm actually okay with putting it on Cesaro or King Corbin. Those are the two I would choose. I like Sami Zayn. I just think Sami Zayn versus uh, Edge would be... The thing is, know. yeah, Sami Zayn is in a tough spot because he's a phenomenal wrestler. But the issue is he's so good at being the one chasing the title that he yeah. should never get the title. So he's kind well, of... And I feel it, like they've pigeonholed him into into uh, chicken shit heel, you know? Right. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, you can't have chicken shit heel win the title. You can have dirty heel win the title, but chicken shit heel who, who intentionally gets himself disqualified to hold on to the title, like, or runs out, or uh, I, I don't know, that doesn't carry very well. Um, so I know King Corbin can carry the title. I am 100% confident of that. I'd, I'd prefer it not be with the King mantra. Um, I prefer they let that die. Um, and go back to Constable or just Baron. That's fine. Um, but uh, I am 100% on board with Cesaro getting a one-month title carry. So I would actually have... Ah, uh, um, oh, geez. I would probably have it come down to Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, and it'd be a banger to finish it out. Um, I think yeah. the, the weakness on Daniel Bryan is that he starts out the match, uh, starts it out with... Uh, Probably Zayn. I like that that start. I think you get a really good match out of that. Um, I don't think Sammy's out before the next contestant comes in. I think you can have Kevin Owens come in at that point, which beats on Sammy a little bit more, even if Sammy had the upper hand on Daniel Bryan. 
um, which I think is a really good move because, again, Kevin Owens and Sammy have their their feuds from the past, as does Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens. So you have Kevin Owens beat beat Sammy, bring in Jey Uso. You know, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Kevin Owens and and Daniel Bryan get rid of Jey Uso pretty pretty short order same with Corbin and then Cesaro comes in last against a weekend Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan Cesaro picks it up um and then and, and that could be Daniel Bryan could get that that win that pin and then Cesaro get the pin on Daniel Bryan by immediately locking him in the neuralizer or something like that um God, he's just got a crap finisher. That's the only part I hate about it. But he is pound for pound the strongest guy in, in, or not pound for pound. He is widely considered one of the strongest men in in professional wrestling. And if he could catch a spear and put it right into a neuralizer, that'd be pretty cool. And that setup Mm. does work. So that's kind of cool, I guess, to think about that. And then Cesaro to get the surprise win over Roman, uh, probably just by catching a spear into a into a neuralizer um and then immediately you know i i don't know that 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 cesaro's character has been built correctly right now for him to be the champion for an extended amount of time but i could entirely see some type of manager role coming along his mic work is is good um i can see Sami Zayn wanting to buddy up with him again you know putting up an ob- with cesaro in an, in an effort uh, to steal the title later on. I don't know. I think I'm done with Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and that whole... Well, Shinsuke's doing his own thing now, too. I don't know. I think I'm kind of... I'm done with that. They kind of... Like, they tried to do it, and it kind of was like... Well, Sami got injured or whatever have you. Yeah. Um. So, I guess. But it was kind of going nowhere, and it kind of made... Cesaro and Shinsuke less standalone. Yeah, they were they work better standalone to be honest with you. So yeah. it agree with that. Just, yeah. But um I, I love Cesaro. I just don't see them doing it. I feel like they never give Cesaro anything and that's just always how it's gonna be. It's no, unfortunate. No, I, I I feel like the only reason I chose Cesaro over Daniel Bryan is because you chose Daniel Bryan. <laughs> like Oh, okay. I, I think Daniel Bryan's I think Daniel Bryan's the safe move. Uh, I would be pissed if they gave me Jey Uso or Kevin Owens again. Not The only reason to give me one of those two is to give me Kevin Owens with a win. Right. The only reason to give me one of those two is Kevin Owens with a win. Because Jay's going to be tired or beat up from the match. That's the only reason to give me one of those two. Um, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I like Corbin, I like Cesaro, and I like Daniel Bryan for this. Um, I, the only reason I like Corbin is because then you have faction warfare, which is really cool. Um, but I, I feel like this being the build to WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan's the no-brainer. Right. I, I just feel like he can carry it. He can carry the title for a short while. You can take it off of him. You can put it back on him. Um, it's gonna sell tickets. It's gonna put asses in seats. Um, you know, and and it can make that pay-per-view in between matter. Because um, right now, are, are either of us looking at Fastlane going, ooh, what happens after Elimination Chamber? There's nothing in the Elimination Chamber that makes me go, that's going to be a really great match. Oh, what about that? Like, we're going to get... It's all right. No, just because of the clock. 
<laughs> I don't know if you were hearing it, but it was super annoying. Cuckoo clock. That's cool. As long as you know, you know, there's just there's just not a lot that I see coming for Fastlane that gets me excited. The potential for a Seth different heel turn or a Seth face turn helps that. Mm. But I, I I really am looking past Elimination Chamber to WrestleMania already, and that that scares me a little bit for main roster. Um, hopefully they can tell a story as good as they did last Sunday. Last Sunday on NXT, boy, did they tell some stories and boarded. I mean, I for sure was ready to watch NXT on Wednesday. I know that you have to wait a day. Is that right? In Canada? Yeah, exactly. So, and and because you you have to wait a day, you can watch AEW live and then uh, watch NXT the next night. What did you think when you watched uh, yesterday? Good show? NXT? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I only saw... Because the problem is, it kind of comes at a difficult time. Folks are taking over the TV, and yes, sir, I could probably stream it or something. But, uh, you know, don't end up doing that, and everyone ends up spoiling it afterwards. So, um, I did not watch. I did get a little recap from my friend. Uh, thankfully, O'Reilly is fine, but I guess you can kind of run that down quickly. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly went into a seizure. Not um, a seizure, after- though. What? He, uh, no, not a seizure. He commented on it. It was um, it was all part of a storyline, though. He basically said they did that to make sure he wasn't injured. It had nothing to do with a seizure. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that part. So, no, no we're good. Anyway, so yeah, that and again, the the takeover so much overshadowed everything else that I, I hope that it doesn't overtake. The, Takeover doesn't overshadow Elimination Chamber. I feel like it will. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it for sure will. Uh, <laughs> well, not according to Dave Meltzer. Oh my God, what a bunch of shit. Oh. Well, let's talk about that. Stars aren't bad, though. You know what I mean? For Just for people who don't get it, uh, Dave Meltzer basically rated the majority of the matches either 4.5 or 4.25 when some of those... Star matches. Yeah, that, that's what pisses me. Some of those were obvious five star matches. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would say in the last year, there are two pay per views that would give five star pay per views. Uh, one was AEW Revolution, and one was uh, NXT um, Vengeance Day. That's, yeah. I mean, they were both five star pay per views. The whole thing was great. So. Um, at four and a half is WrestleMania last year, so I'm not I'm not saying anything bad. WrestleMania last year condensed back into one night with with uh, eliminating some of the extra crap would have been great. Mm. So anyway, all right, I guess it's your turn to challenge me. So go for it, man. <laughs> so unless unless you didn't read the dirt sheets, this might already be sort of uh, redundant or already might have happened. Um, but again, that's if you read the dirt sheets and if the dirt sheets are correct. So, Selena Vega is officially a free agent now. Her 90 days are up. She can uh, twitch all she wants. She can do whatever she wants. And she's good. So, uh, what I was going to technically get you to fantasy book was, now that she's a free agent, book me her first storyline in any federation that you please. Ooh. I'm not forced to do the AEW Federation. You're not. I just probably will only understand the AEW situation. (laughs) 
I can't blame you for that. Um, I would, oh, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is she does have a history of proud and powerful, and I know that's what the dirt sheets are saying. Um, I don't think that that hurts them in the least to do that. Um, I, I feel like perhaps there's a tour coming up that Fozzie um, is going to have, and I think that affects the ability to have Jericho. So I think that's where they're headed with uh, the inner circle breaking up. Um, I think MJF can carry heel pretty well for that company right now. Um, I know Taz can, because holy crap, that was incredible. Because <laughs> um, I just beat the crap out of Sting. They just, powerbomb Sting, here you go. Done. Yeah, I mean, at least we uh, got to see that too. Sting could take it. Yeah, he's alive. There's no, there's no stories about him uh, being paralyzed or anything. So you can take a powerbomb from Brian Cage. Yet, no. Okay, that was bad. I'm sorry. No, they would, they would have told us. The dirt sheets definitely would have been all over that. So, um, yeah, Sting, Sting can have a match, which is both well, terrifying yeah. and awesome. Yeah. yeah, he can take a bump, <laughs> a, a relatively safe bump delivered by Brian Cage. So, um. I think I would take her there. I, I would like to see her with Proud and Powerful. Um, I really... I, here, the, the biggest issue I had with Zelina Vega in WWE is they misused her. Yes, she is definitively exceptional management. And I mean exceptional. Um, but without her managing somebody... Um, she's also exceptional wrestling material. Her match with Asuka, with really not having a whole lot of scream time, uh, was great. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I think there's a caliber of female wrestler in in AEW that that she works well with. Um, her her Conrada is one of the best in the industry, um, and and it's she's very good in the ring. She's exceptional as a manager. And so frequently when we have a, a woman be a manager, we don't let them wrestle and or vice versa. When we have them wrestle, they don't get to be a manager. And I think you can do both. I think you can have Proud and Powerful come out with her for her matches. I think kind of like, uh, remember when Morrison and um, Melina oh, or Morrison, Melina and and uh Oh yeah, the other guy. Anyway, um, they they have they had M and N. Right. Yeah, I forgot his name. Still thinking about it. Oh yeah, I can't remember either. That's all right. Um, this is when we need Smarks. These are the moments that you know Smarks goes. I'll get out the Google machine. So I I'll mean, get out the Google. You both do it, but yeah. <laughs> um, but either way, yeah, and they would, and she would have her own matches, and they would come out and help her out, and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, just honestly, though, I know she's really good at doing that, but give her something different. Joey Mercury, that's who it was. Oh, there we go. What is I, he I just think, I think she's so good at managing, though. I also think she's title. I think she can hold the title. Like, I, I think she can hold the women's title in AEW. I think she lends a ton of credibility to that division because she can talk with Britt Baker, and those two could have some sass wards, man. Like, she is good on the mic. So I think I think there's just so much to gain for AEW by her coming there. I think it... it uh, and it doesn't have to be proud and powerful. It can be a different tag team. Um, but I think... I think 
I think faction, a faction of some type taking over the women's division could really help the women's division too. A women's inner circle. What? You right. Know, or something like that. Um, I love the idea, and this has never happened. I love the idea of a faction run by a champion like Triple H does, with it being a woman who has men and women, but she's she's the boss. She's the head honcho of it. I love that idea of her coming out and basically directing the destruction of the men's division and being the queen at the top of the women's division. Um, a la what? Triple H. I mean, they were trying to kind of do that with Mandy, right? Um, but I do think it would work so much better. Not Mandy, did I say Mandy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Mandy. Mandy. Was, was Mandy. it Mandy? Rose? Not Mandy Rose. Damn it. Cody's wife. Oh, Brandy. Brandy. Jesus Brandy Christ. Brandy Rhodes. Um, I think you can, but, but Zelina Vega's far better talent to be doing that. She has better mic oh. skills. Well, and, and with Brady Rhodes, the, the issue light, the issue that was there was no matter what you knew, she was second fiddle in their family. You knew that Cody was management of the company and Brandy was his wife. Yeah. So no, there is a certain amount of you have to. Yes, I can get into a television show. Yes, I know that Tom Cruise doesn't really die from airplanes onto skyscrapers. I, I get it. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, it's hard to believe. Um, but at the end of the day, it helps to have a roughshod faction not be in ownership, even if it's small percentage ownership ownership (laughs) (laughs) and so um that hurts um and i think zelina can just tell a story where she's building an army and i think it works great with impact with the impact agreement because then she can have this person here and this person here and she can be the women's champion and no it's not okay for you to challenge for my title but that's okay we're going to introduce a mid-card women's title um, or you can go get the one on the other brand or whatever it may be mm-hmm. um, you know just this this kind of manipulative nature um, that's where I would go with her um, which does allow her to be on two brands at the same time I just think I have thought so highly of her since she was in in NXT. Um, she she was really the foundations of Andrade on the mic, at least. Um, Andrade's in-ring work seems to kind of gotten not nearly as good in in uh, main roster. And, of course, now he's off TV without her there. So, <laughs> Yep. Uh, she was really the uh, the piece that had that uh, that held Andrade and Garza because without her, it nothing, no TV time. Well, the 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 thing to Garza is, you know, without a female manager, you're just Rico Suave. You're just a uh, uh, hey, what's going on? Hey, you know, pick up chicks, dude. That's all you are. You're so. the fonts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very odd. So, um, all right, so you have to book your own now, though. Oh Jesus! Hard part. Um, I don't know. I'd like her. I'd like to see her maybe take the title away from. Uh, oh, why do I always get the Jap- Japanese names mixed up? Uh, from the AEW Women's Champion. 
Yeah, it's not EO. It's uh. That's it. I was thinking EO, but I'm like, no, it's not EO. No. Oh, Peace. We'll <laughs> no, because I immediately think of EO. Shida? No. Akira Shida? No. Yeah, Haku, Haku, Hikua Shida. Okay. Yes, Shida. Perfect. So I'm not. Hikaru. 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 I know. It still sounded wrong. I'm like, huh? Uh, and that, because I think she, from what I could remember from her from NXT, is she, this girl could wrestle. Um, and she unfortunately wasn't given the opportunity on the main roster. And that completely just messed me up. Because no, I had. Heard, yeah. It, it's because Vince. Oh, you're a girl and you're a manager? Well, that's all you do then. What? Why can't she wrestle too? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, no. And you did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I I, I think you give her that big push and it's kind of a slap to the face to WWE as well. And I know we're not playing that game, but we are. Uh, Hey, look, we'll take the wrestlers you misused and actually do something with them because, hey, they can be uh, the main part of your division. They showed that with John Moxley. And I think doing that, Shizalina would be good. I think her and Britt Baker afterwards, Britt Baker getting a shot at the title would be nice. Her against Swole. Like, that is, Zelina Vega is someone you can really, really um, bank your money on because she's she's perfect on the mic. She has no flaws there. And she is would be one of the better wrestlers on the AEW roster as well. So, um, and then, you know, I guess I don't want to see her in that LAX. Like, I don't know, maybe she comes and breaks up the inner circle and teases everybody with that, but then she ultimately disbands them after <laughs> thus leaving LAX kind of on their own. And she makes this whole, like, I'm sick and tired of managing people, always carrying people on my back. Well, you know what? Now it's my turn to do me. It is my turn to whatever she picks as her name sort of ordeal you wanted fear because that's what they said they kind of had mentioned the word fear randomly on uh nx uh, on aew and a lot of people were saying that is a clue to zelina which i have no idea how there's any relation there um but accordingly according to the dirt sheets there's a um a relation to the because her name is thea but I don't know how fear works with that. I'm like, oh, is Zelina Vega's name fear or something? But no, wasn't that. Um, but I would absolutely like her to see the top, be the top of the women's division because she's never was never given that opportunity in any uh, in any brand she's been in. And I think she can certainly carry it out, especially AEW where they're kind of. St- Starting the women's division, if you will, you know. Listen, if Riho can be the women's champion, Zelina Vega can be the women's champion. Yeah, absolutely. All ninety-two pounds of Riho can be the women's champion. Zelina Vega, for sure, absolutely. And I think that would be perfect opportunity for her to show what she has, and Britt Baker to get in that main title picture because we have to, we have to see. Britt Baker versus Zelina uh, just because they both can talk a lot of crap and I think they both would be really good in the ring heck maybe even ah no I don't want to see her as Britt Baker's like 
next to kin sort of ordeal where she's always with her because no. I'm done with her managing I want her to lead it is her time to lead and this is where she will shine at the best so uh, inner circle idea was nice uh, but I don't necessarily want her to be a manager again because then she's controlling all of these people she's still technically that managerial role I, I, don't know, I, don't, I like the idea of her managing men I, I, I really and, and as you said it I didn't even think of this I really like the idea of her replacing Chris Jericho and running the entire inner circle oh you're saying she replaces Chris Jericho yeah, I, that just that just popped in my head. I really like that idea. Like, has a match with Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho takes a loss to her because the rest of the inner circle turns on him, or she just flat out beats Chris Jericho, who's fifty. You know, so he's fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, Jericho could go for that, I guess, but I don't know. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see. That's interesting. No, I don't see that happening. I just think it'd be really cool. That would be really cool to have. That's that's a a uh, oh uh, Tessa Blanchard level move. Tessa Blanchard with the title level move. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think that would be really cool. Um, because whether we like it or not, yes, I don't think. Thea, whatever her last name is in real life, um, Black, I guess. <laughs> Married to Alistair Black, so yeah, that works. Anyway, Thea could actually beat Chris Jericho in a real fight, but wrestling's not real, and that's okay. To, because I can, I can believe that a 28-year-old woman can beat a 50-year-old man. That I can believe. 